And on this Monday, March 21st, 2022 edition of Newsmakers, across Europe, Ukrainians gathered for church services yesterday to pray for peace in their war-torn country. Newly arrived refugees mingled with longtime members of Europe's 1.5 million strong Ukrainian diaspora at houses of worship all over the continent, from Germany to Romania to Moldova. Since Russia attacked Ukraine more than three weeks ago, over 3.38 million people have fled the country, according to the United Nations Refugee Agency. Most have escaped to neighboring Poland, Romania, or Moldova, but as the war continues, many are moving further west. Pope Francis has denounced Russia's repugnant war against Ukraine as cruel and sacrilegious inhumanity. In some of his strongest words yet since Russia's invasion February 24th, Francis yesterday told thousands of people in St. Peter's Square that every day brings more atrocities in what is a senseless massacre. There is no justification for this, Francis said in an apparent reference to Russia, which sought to justify its invasion as vital for its own defense. But Francis again stopped short of naming Russia as the aggressor, Pontiffs typically have decried wars and their devastating toll on civilians without citing warmongers by name. Francis also called on all actors in the international community to work toward ending the war. Across the United States, campus ministries of different denominations are working to bring comfort to college students who have been plunged deeper into feelings of crisis and helplessness by the war in Ukraine. The need is great, with many students already traumatized by two years of pandemic disruption and isolation. From Ivy League schools to public institutions to Catholic universities, chaplains are organizing relief drives, holding prayer vigils, staging concerts of sacred music, and bringing together international students who have experienced war. The faith leaders say a sense of community helps religious and non-religious students alike cope, particularly those with loved ones in war zones. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the violent repression of the largely Muslim Rohingya population in Myanmar amounts to genocide. The declaration today is intended to both generate international pressure and lay the groundwork for potential legal action. In remarks at the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum, Blinken says authorities made the determination based on confirmed accounts of mass atrocities on civilians by Myanmar's military in a widespread and systematic campaign against Rohingya. The brutal violence that has followed has made clear that there's no one the Burmese military won't come for. No one is safe from atrocities under its rule. And so, more people in Burma now recognize that ending this crisis, restoring the path to democracy, starts with ensuring the human rights of all people in the country, including Rohingya. The U.S. Supreme Court says it won't review the case of Seattle's Union Gospel Mission that was sued after declining to hire a bisexual lawyer who applied for a job. A lower court let the case go forward, and the high court said today it wouldn't intervene. Two justices, Justice Samuel Alito and Justice Clarence Thomas, agreed with the decision not to hear the case at this stage, but said that the day may soon come when the court needs to confront the issue the case presents. To resolve a lawsuit filed on behalf of Catholic Charities West Michigan, state officials have agreed the child welfare provider can care for children according to its religious beliefs without government punishment. As part of a stipulated court order and judgment, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services conceded that it would violate the First Amendment to take any adverse action against Catholic Charities because the ministry prioritizes placing foster and adoptive children in homes 
with a married mother and father. The department also agreed to pay $250,000 toward the nonprofit's attorney fees and costs. And that's Newsmakers for this Monday, March 21st, 2022 edition. I'm Keith Black.